Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in. It's a burgundy and gold game day here on 106.7 The Fan, also on the Team 980. Maybe you're outside the listening area and listening on the Odyssey app. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me on a Sunday morning. One week until Christmas. Isn't that crazy, Chris? One week until Christmas? I'm ready for it, man. (laughs) I am too. I'm not ready for football to be done. I might be ready for the commander season to be done, but I'm not ready for football to be done. It's crazy that there's only four weeks left. But then it's playoffs. The playoffs are great, but I'm looking ahead. I'm like, man, that lonely time in March when I'm just sitting there thinking about spring football. (laughs) I'm thinking about the NFL draft. Like, Don't get me wrong. I love the NFL draft. I get excited about those things. It'll be an exciting year for us this year, too. Yeah, I am excited about all that stuff, but I am not excited about the last four games for the Commanders. We're going to spend all our time on that today. If you want to chime in, 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. So, Chris, I had a, a guy I used to work with, Ryan Horvat. You know Ryan Horvat? He does Bet MGM tonight. I don't think so, no. So he's he's in this area now and does Bet MGM tonight in the same building as us. Occasionally see him around. I used to work with him out in Milwaukee. He texted me the other day. He goes, you all ever talk about the games on this station? Because, every, you know, all we talked about all week is this monumental stuff. And, look. You want my brief take on it? I'll give you 15 seconds. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I think every team should be in the city they play in. But I feel like football, or, or I'm sorry, I feel like basketball and hockey benefit more from being inside the city than a football stadium because there's only, what, eight to 10 games. And I think the just the nature of football and the craziness of fans, I think that juice comes in wherever you put the stadium. You could put the stadium in the middle of nowhere, like it is in Landover right now, basically, and you're going to pull up, and if they're good, there's going to be juice in the stadium. I feel like you need that with basketball and hockey and those ones, a random Tuesday night in the middle of March or you know something like that. I feel like you need that juice of being in the city. That's all the monumental talk we're doing today, all right? Let's talk some football. I'm tired of it. I've worked all week talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk football. It's a burgundy and gold game day, so we're going to talk football. The big question I want to ask you guys today is this. What are you rooting for for today? And really, you can combine that with what are you rooting for over these last four games? You know, we're going to talk about it more extensively in the 12 o'clock hour leading up to, to handing it off to Craig and Logan coming up at 1 o'clock to get you ready for this Commanders and Rams game coming up at 4 o'clock today. But what are you rooting for today? Feel free to call in at any point, 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener line because 
look, man, I don't think there's a wrong answer here. You say you want your team to win? How can I tell you you're wrong? You say you want the team to lose to get a better draft pick? Also, how can I say you're wrong? So I think anything is justified in terms of what do you want to see happen. We're going to talk about Sam Howell on RG3's podcast coming up at 11 o'clock. I don't know if you have had the opportunity to check this out. It's on YouTube, or you can check it out in podcast form. thought it was really good. I think RG3 does a really good job of conducting interviews, and I think he did a really good job with Sam Howell. And I think, for me, there's questions about Sam Howell, the quarterback. There's no doubt about that, right? I mean, you can talk about the sacks. You can talk about the interceptions. You can bring all that up. But you can do the same thing for any of these prospects in the draft. So there's questions about everybody. One thing you can't question, because you've seen it now at the NFL level, and you've seen it now for basically a full year, but even when he was in the building last year, he's a good leader. He really is a good leader, you know, and we'll get into that a little bit more coming up at the 11 o'clock hour. But I want to start with this. Diana Rossini had a report yesterday in The Athletic. I'll read you that report. Nothing crazy, nothing that should shock you, but I do want to point out one thing because I think from Kevin Sheehan's show, we can glean something from this. So Diana Rossini reported in The Athletic yesterday, said, quote, there are no surprises arriving in Washington at the end of the season. At this point, it's understood around the building based on multiple people I have spoken with that Ron Rivera and some front office members will be fired. Since acquiring the team, new owner Josh Harris has had the vision to keep Rivera in place through the end of the season, then move on. It's not a real secret. So here's where I think it gets interesting. Ron Rivera being gone and getting moved on from, I think we understood that, right? That obviously we saw that with Jack Del Rio. It probably comes with Eric Bieniemy as well. But the, basically the whole coaching staff is getting wiped out. She says, quote, some front office members. That's what gets interesting to me. I think you could see a full clean house on this. I, I'm talking business side. I'm talking front office for the football side. I really do. But I think this is interesting when you hear the word some front office members. Because obviously we're going to think immediately Martin Mayhew, obviously Ron plays general manager as well. Those guys are going to get cleaned out. But I think it's interesting when you think about how she phrases this. You know, she she got to be careful when you're a reporter on how you phrase things. But she didn't say just the front office and Ron. She clearly says some front office members. And it makes me think when you go back to Monday If you listen to the Kevin Sheehan show over on the Team 980, he talked about a guy that might be a respected voice in the organization. Here's Kevin Sheehan on Monday's show. We have talked about, you know, who potentially Josh Harris is talking to. You know, who does Josh Harris know in the world of sports? Or who does Magic Johnson know in the world of sports that may be advising Washington on what their next moves should be? Now, I don't have an, a, a big-time outside name to share with you at all. The only thing I will tell you is that from what I've learned, Marty Herney, who was a longtime you know, executive in Carolina with Ron Rivera, and a long and now has been with Rivera here for the last two and a half years out of the three and a half. Um, that Marty Herney's become a trusted voice in the organization 
for Josh Harris. Um, the word is is that Herney was even a favorite of David Tepper's in Carolina. Now, Marty Herney has not. He's been incredibly under the radar. Uh, he does not talk to media. He's not the guy addressing the media when we you know, have reasons for the general manager to be involved in addressing the media. That's been Martin Mayhew since he got here. Um, but just something to keep in mind. I'm not saying that there aren't other advisors outside the organization, um, but from what I've been told by multiple people, Marty Herney is one of those voices that Josh Harris has come to trust within the organization. So what do you think of this? Do you think these are kind of going hand in hand? Because I think they might. Now, it's, you know, Kevin Sheehan goes on to say he's not necessarily guaranteeing that Herney's going to stay in town and all these various things. And if you missed the podcast want to listen to the full thing, you can check it out on the Odyssey app. It's got its own segment on the podcast from Monday's show. Denton does a great job producing. So do you think these things go in concert? Because, again, Sheehan says that the reported trusted advisor in Ashburn for Josh Harris and his group right now is Marty Herney. And Diana Rossini could have easily come out and said, the front office and Ron Rivera are going to be cleaned out after the season, right? But she didn't say that. She says, Ron Rivera and some front office members. So it makes me think that Josh Harris likes having Marty Herney over there. And here's my thing. If you're respected by David Tepper, one, don't take any advice from that if you're Josh Harris. Don't take any sort of inspiration from David Tepper down in Carolina. And I don't know how I feel about this because all along we've talked about you want to clean out every stench, everything associated with Dan Snyder. And if you're going to clean out the entire coaching staff, you might as well clean out the entire front office as well. I think I'm totally on board with that. And to be honest with you, you might as well clean out the business side too. Just a full, clean slate. And look, I'm not foolish enough to think that he's not going to have people over in Ashburn that he's talking to because he still needs to know what's going on in the day-to-day, right? And he's you don't necessarily want him interfering with Ron every single day like, hey, Ron, call in, let's have a 15-minute conversation every single day. I don't necessarily need that from the owner, right? He's still kind of learning things. So I'm not stupid enough to think that he shouldn't have someone over there in Washington. But it, it makes me a little bit wary when you've got a guy with the current regime, and I don't even know, do you, Chris, do you know what Herney's official role, do you even know what he does? No, but I can probably Google it if you want. Yeah, I mean, it's like an advisor, right? I mean, he's he's brought in like a general manager type. He, he's in the front office. I don't know what his exact role is. I, I don't even know... Even if you get his title, Chris, I don't even know what he does, right? Like, I have no idea in terms of what he does for the product that you watch every single Sunday. I have no idea what he – what's his official title? According to Wikipedia, he is – Well, we know that's trustworthy. Yeah. The executive vice president of football for player personnel. Okay. So, essentially what he is is he's the vice GM, basically, right? Like, the, the – co- Vice President of Player Operation, Player Personnel. So he's basically under Martin Mayhew, and Mayhew is under Ron Rivera. So essentially, he's third in command. So essentially, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> like, he's a, he's a sounding board. 
You know, like how many people can make decisions on personnel? Like, I get that you need to have people in there, but. Well, I mean, I don't know how the how it's broken down internally. Some guys might deal with the scouts more, and some guys might, deal, you know, like there yeah, might be I, I different roles. His, yeah, I don't know what his day-to-day -day responsibilities are. But I can tell you one thing. From Kevin Sheehan's report, it sounds like he's the guy that Josh Harris, when he wants to know what's going on, talks to over there. Maybe Marty Herney was his conduit to say, hey, Let's move on, you know, alongside Eugene Shen, the new analytics guy. Maybe they're working together saying, hey, we need to move on from Chase Young. We need to move on from Montez Sweat. Let's gather these picks. It's going to be more attractive to a new GM. And look, again, I'm not an idiot. Like, I, I think that Josh Harris needs to have someone over there that he's going to. And it's also good to go to a guy like Marty Herney that's a little bit older, that has experience in the league, not just with this organization, but with another organization. So he's going to have crossed paths with numerous people i'm not necessarily saying this is a bad thing but it does make me a little interested and intrigued that we've talked about cleaning house and getting rid of everything that was associated with dan snyder whether it was a direct relationship to him or not and there's a possibility that herney sticks around and i wouldn't necessarily love the idea of Herney being the guy that sticks around if he's not the official general manager and you hire a new GM and instead you've got this guy kind of undermining because he doesn't agree with the GM, right? He's talking directly to the owner, right? I, I wouldn't necessarily love that. I, I understand that having dealt with following a Dan Snyder team for so long, but hopefully the, the hogs group, as we call it, will yep. not be as hands-on and... And hopefully that's just a change that will come, that they will not be as interfering with those kind of things. Well, and here's the thing. You can be pretty hands-off in general and still get some undermining going on. This is why I don't want, necessarily want this, right? I don't hate that he's talking to him, but I think that if you're going to clear out, I don't love the fact that in Rossini's report she says some front office members. That makes me think of Herney, right? The fact that she says some makes me think of Marty Herney, okay? Well, you also have to want. I mean, we don't know who the new GM will be. Correct. Presuming we'll uh, have one. They may be the one that ultimately decides whether he stays here sure. or not, not Harris. I, I'm not know. I'm not saying any of this stuff isn't possible, but let's just assume something here, Chris. Let's assume that Josh kind of allows the new GM to do his thing. Let's say they hire someone from the Eagles or someone from the Niners, right? You've got this new GM, and he's doing his thing, and everything's going well, and Harris is kind of letting him do his thing. And then Marty Herney calls him up one day, I don't like this receiver decision he's making. You know, it's not even that... Harris is intervening. It's just I don't like that sort of line of communication. I think it should be whoever the new GM is. If you want to do this with Herney, I don't necessarily think he's qualified to be the GM, but if you want to do this with Herney that way, fine. But I don't think having this sort of line, I mean, how much is Herney going to undermine what is going on right now even in Ashburn there? Like, I don't know. And honestly, I don't really care because I think that Mayhew and Ron Rivera should – be gone at the end of the season anyway. So it doesn't bother me right now. But how much does it bother you? 800-636-1067. Because again, when you read Diana Rossini's report, yes, we knew Ron was gone. We knew that Martin Mayhew was gone. We knew that probably a majority of the coaching staff, the front office, maybe even the business side, everything's getting cleaned out at the end of the year, right? I don't think that's shocking at all. We all knew that. But when you read it and it says some front office members, and then you go back and listen to Monday with Kevin Sheehan and talking about Marty Herney being a trusted advisor, it makes you think he might want to keep him over there in Ashburn as his telephone line of sorts. I don't know if I love that. 
What do you think? 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. You can also tweet at me at Toby underscore Altizer. We're going to continue talking about the Commanders all day long here on a Burgundy and Gold game day on 106.7 The Fan, the Team 980, and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. From what I've learned, Marty Herney, who was a longtime, you know, executive in Carolina with Ron Rivera, and a long and now has been with Rivera here for the last two and a half years out of the three and a half. Um, that Marty Herney's become a trusted voice in the organization for Josh Harris. That's Kevin Sheehan on Monday. I'm Toby Altizer with you up until one o'clock till we turn it over to the Take Command pregame show. It's a Burgundy and Gold game day here on. 1067 The Fan, the Team 980, the Odyssey app. Appreciate you guys hanging out. So, again, if you're just now tuning in, you heard from Kevin Sheehan there that Marty Herney is a trusted advisor for Josh Harris and the organization. And I find it interesting when you combine that with a report from Diana Rossini yesterday that says Ron Rivera is probably gone at the end of the year. We all knew that. But she also says, quote, some front office members will be fired. Just makes me think that maybe there's a chance that you're going to keep Marty Herney around. I don't know that I love that. If you're going to clean house, clean house. 800-636-1067. You want to hop in on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. Let's get out to Andre in Upper Marlboro. Uh, Andre, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, all right. My first point is I would love to see how I continue to improve. That way they don't waste a pick on the quarterback. Mm -hmm. Now, to this gentleman you guys are talking about, you guys have said he's been with the team two to three years. 
the same team that hasn't been a good judge of talent, that can't coach up talent, that doesn't make good decisions, and you're leaning on them, that's the reason why when people take over stuff, they clean house because you want to change the whole culture, which I think Ron has done somewhat, but he can only do so much. So like you guys are saying, I got a problem with it because the team hasn't done nothing and you're leaning on them. Yeah, I agree. Andre, I appreciate the phone call. And I agree with his first point, too. We'll get into that a little bit later. Again, if you want to call in at any points today, talk about just the game in particular, feel free. Obviously, we're on a game day here. Also, if you want to talk about what you're rooting for for these last four games, feel free as well, 800-636-1067. But to Andre's points, this team has been putrid this season, and they've kind of fallen off. And so I get that you have to have a line of communication. But there's a reason that I don't want him sticking around. And the reason being, I think it could undermine whoever the new general manager is. It should be pretty simple where the line of communication goes, right? It's head coach to GM or even head coach to owner in some cases. But head coach to GM, GM to owner. I don't need the assistant GM calling over to the owner and saying, hey, this guy's about to do something. I don't necessarily love it. He didn't hear it from me, though. You know, I don't necessarily need that. We've all seen those sorts of things. We all understand the structure of how things work. I don't need Marty Herney sticking around as that voice because you've already gained that trust and respect and gained that relationship. No. I want a new GM to come in, hire his own assistant GM, hire his own staff, hire the head coach, have the coach hire the assistants with the help of the GM. All that stuff is how it should work. And I I don't mind Harris being involved to an extent. Like, Yeah, when you make a big move, you should probably be calling the ownership group. But I don't want Harris calling in and saying, hey, uh, Marty, do you see that move that this guy just made? What do you think? Do you like it? I don't want that. That's undermining the leadership of a general manager. I do not want that at all. Let's get out to Lou in D.C. Lou, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Toby? What's going on with you? Going great, man. How about you? Good, good, man. Um, man, I'm I'm with you, man. Like I said, um, you got a clean house, man. These are the these are the people. The reason why this team stinks, man. Marty, you've been there for since Ron been there, maybe longer. Who knows? But at the end of the day, if you're gonna keep the same guys, you going back to the Daniel Snyder era. Like, what well, what are we doing? Like, you raising up the price. So this is like I keep saying, man. This is a crucial off season. If they don't get things right. I'm going to bounce out, man. I'm sick and tired of this organization, man, playing with people, man. So, like I said, man, if you don't clean out the house and bring in some new, like, you know, new new faces, man, we sick and tired of Marty's and uh, Jason and all of these, man. They all, they all in there for the paycheck, man. They're not in there to get the job done. How is the Mar- Marty going to be the trusted voice when he was – uh, I mean, he he. So he 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 turned his back on Ron. Is that what's going on? I, I'm 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 confused. So they don't. They they they've been there four years. They they messed up the draft picks. They messed up everything. So this guy is going to be a trusted voice. So I'm like confused with this owner. So if he wants to go back to you know like you know like like I like, like I say this off season is very crucial and they they seem like they started off with a with a bad uh 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 um. By uh, what well, I think it was last week, they raised up the mm-hmm. you know the ticket price and things like that. That's already a, a no go for me. So if they keep on doing what they've been doing, like you know since the all, a couple weeks ago, man, I, I'm, I'm I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be watching and see what they do, and then I'm gonna make my you know <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'm, 
I'm just gonna bounce. I'm just say I'm just I, I just can't. I, I we can't we can't go back to the past 24 years. I mean, yeah, 24 years, man. We can't do that. You gotta you gotta start over, man. You just bought the team. You didn't have the time to to you know to come in and, and to 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 put the guys that you want. But now you already have this offseason coming up, and we we I, I hope they do the right thing and bring in the right people. Not these old washed up people talking about trust the voice, man. It's more so kissing butt. That's what it's that's that's what's going on. So I appreciate you taking my call, buddy. Absolutely, Lou. Yeah, and I think that he's on to something there in terms of this being a pivotal offseason. The reason I say that, think about the beginning of training camp in that time frame and the excitement that you felt about this football team, right? Dan Snyder had just sold the team officially. Josh Harris was calling into Grant and Danny and buying everyone a beer at the celebration parties, right? Think about that excitement. Think about where you're at now, right? The difference is huge. A lot of people, including myself, you're just burnt out. You're done with this season. Whereas back in training camp, there was hope. New ownership group. Things might be done differently. Yeah, it's Ron. Yeah, for the most part, it's the same players. But there's hope. It's excitement. FedEx Field has been sold out for every home game, I believe. There's an excitement about this team. But it's kind of waning right now. But if you ask a lot of people, this offseason, the chances they have to improve, there's an excitement, right? Could be a new quarterback in town. Going to be a new head coach. Going to be a new general manager. 80 to $90 million in cap space. Pretty exciting to think about. You screw that up too, and you go from what the excitement you had in training camp to the disappointment of the season to an excitement about an offseason and maybe another failure. Look, man, I know you might have only been on the job for, at that point, two full years at the end of next season, but you're killing your fan base once again. This is a pivotal offseason because you've already once put out the flame of excitement. You cannot do it again because at some point, that fire is going to stop coming on. Let's get one more phone call in here. Let's get to Junkyard Dog in D.C. What's going on, Junkyard Dog? Hey, how you doing, my man? Happy holidays to you and your family. Same to you as well. The way I look at it is is that this guy is not a great owner. He's, you know, when I, when, when, when he, when, when he was, Daniel Snyder said he was the only, he was not going to let Jeff Bezos come in and bid on the team. This is the guy who should have been the owner of this team. Because, because I look, I look, I, it's just something I look at this guy, Josh Harris, I don't care what he owns, the, the 76ers, the, the Devils, I, whatever, uh, whatever. To me, he's not a good football person or whatever. He just doesn't look like he knows really what's going on. And the fans are all happy because he bought them a beer and a, and, and a hot dog and all this kind of stuff. Man, forget about all that. That's window dressing. We, Jeff Bezos should have been the owner of this team because you know that Jeff Bezos was talking about perhaps long before he had something in mind about bringing in uh, Peyton as the uh, maybe the coach and, and, and this and that. This 
guy doesn't know what the hell he's going, what, what's going on, or whatever. Magic Johnson and all these people, whatever. It's just too many people going on, and it proves that if you're listening to Marty Herney, I don't care that he's a longtime person, that he was an intern, and then he went at the Washington Star, and then he went out to San Diego, and this and that, he be, and he became this. This guy is not – I don't see where he's a great football mind. Mm-hmm. Hey, Junkyard Dog, appreciate the phone call. Now, I think it's interesting that you already have you know phone calls like that. I'm sure Junkyard Dog's not the only one that's kind of out on the Harris group already. I don't want to make too early of an assumption or too early of a judgment on him yet. I don't think he's had a full year to put his stuff in. I think next year is going to be the first one where you can really evaluate – especially on the football side of things, so we'll see after that. But I don't necessarily mind if he's not a football guy. Honestly, I don't necessarily need the owner to be the most savvy sports guy. I don't need him to be the the best football mind ever. I don't need Jerry Jones here. Would you love some of the stuff that Jerry Jones has done? Sure, but I also don't necessarily want my owner being the general manager. I would prefer that an experienced football guy do that. And so I don't necessarily mind Josh Harris and what he's done. But I need him to hire a general manager and just get out of the way. That's what I need. Hire a good GM, find the best one, find someone from an, a successful organization, whether you want to go to San Francisco, whether you want to go to Philly, wherever you want to go, find a successful organization, try to poach their number two, bring them over here, let them do their thing, and when you need you know, to spend a little extra cash, then consult the owner. But I don't need Josh Harris having someone in the building to kind of send over, like, hey, I don't think that's a great idea. Or, hey, Marty, do you love... You know what I'm saying? Like, I I just want this to be a clean reset, and I think that's the easiest way to go about this. Let's take a break here. When we come back, got the phone lines packed up, 800-636-1067 if you want to hop in. What do you think of this? Kevin Sheehan says that Marty Herney's the trusted voice over there. Diana Rossini says Ron's gone, as well as, quote, some of the front office members. What do you think? 800-636-1067. It's a Burgundy and Gold game day here on The Fan, the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. It's a Burgundy and Gold game day here on 106.7. The fan, the Team 980, the Odyssey app. Toby Altizer with you. Talking about the Diane Rossini report about clearing house and some of the front office members. Combine that with Sheehan on Monday saying that Herney is a trusted voice over in Ashburn. What do you make of it? Do you like it? Do you think there's a chance he could stick around? What do you think? 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. You want to tweet at me at Toby underscore Altizer. Let's get out to Marcus in College Park. Marcus, what's going on? Thank you for taking my call. I think the approach for this club would be to treat it like it's an expansion franchise. When you look at the number of draft choices they're going to have and their position, you look at the cap money that's available, they could build this team, and they should look to build this team as an expansion team, and that means leaving everybody else out of it. Look, you can't almost be pregnant. You either are going to be committed to a total rebuild or you're not. If this team is handled like an expansion franchise, they should study the franchises that have, that have come into the league. What they do right? What did they do wrong? A lot of times it had to do with bad choices at quarterback. But look that over. Be scientific. But for God's sakes, don't leave anybody in the building that can say, well, here's how we used to do it. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it, Marcus. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I don't necessarily agree with all the expansion franchise type stuff, but I think he does have a point there. And this is kind of where I'm at, too, if you just look at the current roster, obviously expansion draft, you don't have anybody's totally different, but I feel like you can almost treat the roster like that at this point, too. If you look at it and say, this guy has to be here next year, there's what? Two, maybe three guys? I mean, at the beginning of the year, we thought there was going to be, you know, six, seven, eight guys, you'd say, are cornerstone-type pieces. Right now, how many would you say? The quarterback is obviously up for evaluation, but Terry, anybody standing on the table for John Allen? Deron Payne, I don't know that there's anyone that people are going to be standing on the table for. I think Terry might be the only one. And for me personally, that'd be the one I'd stand on the table for. I wouldn't even say him, I don't think. And that's fine, honestly. I think you can make an argument that maybe one or two guys can be kept. I think you can also make a really good argument that none of them. So if they want to approach it like that and say, let's move on from the whole front office, let's move on from the whole coaching staff, maybe even the whole business side, if they want to come in as a GM and say, hey, I'm looking at this roster – I think we might have to gut it and not really start over because they've got a lot of assets. And, you know, maybe if you plug some guys into the right system, you can get things going in the right direction pretty quickly. But I wouldn't be surprised if a guy comes in here and says, we might need to kind of turn this roster over as well. Let's get out to Michael in Eldersburg. Michael, what's going on? Good morning. How are you? Doing great. How about you, Michael? Wonderful. I think, um, it's, first of all, impossible to evaluate the talent on this team uh, because I think they're so poorly coached. So I do think that um, a sort of sweeping uh, movement of all the coaching staff, including Eric Bieniemy, um, is in order. I don't think I've seen anything from Bieniemy that that makes me stand on the table for him either. Um, I would say that um, after the junkyard dog call, I'm feeling very Billy Madison-like. We're, we're all dumber for having heard that. Um, okay. Sorry, I know you can't say it, but I can. Um, I think uh, having Josh Harris is fine. He, As long as he goes down a road similar to Steve Bashotti, to your point, I don't need him to be a football guy. 
I need to put football people in place. And then we can evaluate the talent on this team and decide who's worth standing on the table for. I don't think the scheming has been good. I look at Michael Parsons and I'm like, well, why can't Jamin Davis be like that? I mean, he's a physical freak. Why, why can't we scheme up to our players instead of forcing our players to fit into a scheme? And I think that's the difference. Um, I wouldn't mind even if we kept Ron Rivera in the front office as a character guy. I think he's been great for the organization. I really do. He's a quality guy. Yeah. But I just don't want him in the locker room, and I don't want him doing anything personnel-wise. Here's the thing, Michael. I appreciate the phone call. I don't think Ron's a bad guy. I don't. But if you're going to start over, this is my point, even the Herney thing. You might like Ron. You have to clean house. You can't have players seeing Ron still in the building. What are you going to say, that you can't have Ron talk to the players too? Like I, I, I get your point. If you wanted to say, oh, he should be the team president, I do understand what you're saying. But I think if you're going to clean house, you got to clean house because you can't leave any part of it. And you're already hearing players complain about Eric Bieniemy. Yes, you might be able to try to clean out some of those players, but if you leave a couple guys from the previous regime in there, you don't think there's going to be little grumblings? Oh, the new GM's doing this, or oh, the new coach is doing this. Even if it doesn't get to the media, it can ruin things inside of a locker room if you start hearing grumblings and people feel like they're getting talked about behind their back and stuff like that. Just get rid of everything. Get rid of it all. You might like Ron. I'm sorry, there's other good people in this world. Sorry, it just didn't work out. Time to move on. Everything's got to go. Everything's got to go. It's like a wholesale uh, a business going out of something going out of business, right? Everything has to go. 50% off, 80% off. Everything has to go. Clear it all out. Let's get to Anthony in Bethesda. Anthony, what's going on? Hey, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, so, so you know, when you listen to talk radio in the mornings, uh, it can be enlightening, but sometimes it can also be very frustrating. When I hear guys calling in talking about they, they don't like Josh Harris as an owner uh, for, the, for the commanders, like, come on, give me a break. This guy hasn't had an opportunity to do anything with this franchise yet, literally. I mean, other than making a couple upgrades at that awful stadium, he's not been able to do anything. So let's give this guy an opportunity to actually be an owner and let's see what kind of choices he makes in the offseason. Obviously, this is going to be a pivotal time for us. They need to clear house. When I hear people saying, Rivera's a great guy and we should keep him around, give me a break, man. The guy, look at his record in the pros. Look at it. This is not somebody you keep in a position of authority on any NFL team. And let me just take it a step further. What he did this offseason was coaching malpractice, giving the guy like him the reins to have player personnel decision-making authority as well as being a coach. He's already not a good coach, but when you gave him the reins to become a player personnel guy, look at what they did this year, in this, this past offseason. It's malpractice. You go in with a second-year guy that's really basically a first-year guy. He had one start under his belt right? And he was taking third team reps all season last season. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you bring him in and you come in with Wiley and Gates and, and these, uh, and, 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 you know, these other jokers playing on the line that is coaching malpractice. The one last thing I'll say, the guy that just called in talking about Jameen Davis and scheme totally agree with it. 
coaching is about scheming up and making changes and, and, and you know, obviously at halftime going in and seeing what the other team's doing and making adjustments. This team under Rivera and under a lot of our other coaches over the last many years has been awful at adjustments. And so we need to get a young, you know, fresh coaching staff in here that is hungry, not Eric Bieniemy. get him out of here as well, get a couple of conditional third-round picks for him, and let's start over everywhere. Thanks for taking my call. Anthony, appreciate the phone call. I like to look at coaching like this because I think that's a really good point. I like to look at coaching like this, especially once you get to the pros. If you're a good coach, you can make things work within your scheme. If you're a great coach, you can make the scheme work around your players. I think the easiest analogy is going to another sport. I grew up, my mom's a big Duke fan, so we'd watch Duke basketball. Think about throughout the years, especially once Coach K kind of started to go with the one-and-done route. Think about the difference in styles of play that you would see year to year, right? Think about when they had Jaleel Okafor. They're a back-it-down-in-the-paint kind of team. They're a team that's working down there. Think about when they had guys like Rodney Hood. They're shooting threes all over the place. I I think when you see that, he's looking at his players saying, this is where they're at their best. We're going to play that way, right? I think that's a good coach. That's a great coach, being able to adapt to what you got. I look at a guy like a Mike McDaniel right now in the NFL. Love him. He's probably my favorite coach in the league. I don't know if he's a great coach yet because all of his guys fit his scheme perfectly. And you know what? It's on the general manager to make a coach's job as easy as possible, make the player's job as easy as possible. I look at Belichick for all the years under Brady, or with Brady. Fine. If you want to take all the other stuff out, but I still think he's the best coach ever. Look at what he did defensively. Did he ever make his guys do things that they weren't good at? No. No. Do you think that Bill Belichick would have thought, hey, you know what? We're going up against DJ Moore this week. Let's put the small rookie first-round corner on him. No. You think Bill Belichick would have gone into the Eagles game the following week and said, uh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put the lanky, undersized corner on the tank that is wide receiver A.J. Brown one-on-one, and even when he gets cooked, we're going to do it again and again and again. No. That's putting your guys in a bad spot. That is bad coaching. Good coaching is being able to put the guys into the correct scheme or putting the guys into your scheme and making it work because they fit. Great coaching is taking the best players and finding a way to scheme around them. I 100% agree. And so what I want in here is I want great coaching. I want guys that can come in here, look at the people around them, and say, you know what? Jamin can't play regular middle linebacker. So guess what we're going to do? We're not going to make him play the mic. We're not going to make him have to do all that but we can blitz him off the edge. 100% agree. Not necessarily agreeing that Jamin Davis could be Micah Parsons, because in my opinion, Micah Parsons is the best defensive player in football. Either way, though, I I do 100% agree. Let's hit a break here and we come back. We'll wrap up this topic. I want to get into Sam Howell and RG3's podcast. We'll do that coming up at 11. It's a Burgundy and Gold game day here on The Fan, the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
It's a Burgundy and Gold game day. 106.7 The Fan, Team 980, Odyssey app. Toby Altizer with you up until 1 o'clock. Then we'll turn it over to Craig Hoffman and Logan Paulson for the Take Command pregame show. Talking about new front office. You want Marty Herney sticking around? <laughs> Basically what it's about, Diana Rossini saying that Ron and the front office is as good as gone, but some front office members, not all, some front office members might be fired. Combine that with a report Monday from Kevin Sheehan that Marty Herney's a trusted voice over in Ashburn. What do you make of it? 800-636-1067. Let's get out to Roger in Manassas. Roger, thanks for holding. What's going on, man? Yes, sir. Thanks very much for taking my call and listening to my opinion. I, I I really don't believe I've been a Redskins fan since 67. I've seen a lot of stuff. The only thing that I would like to see, and I hope that everybody is calling in against Harris or whatever, I can't be against him until I see what he does. Mm-hmm. My thing is there should already be who he feels <clears throat> is a good GM. If he can be in the building, he should be there. Then that way you get rid of all of these people that are smoozing up to the coach or to Ron or whoever they need to smooth up to to get to get a break. My thing is nobody feelings should be in this. If you if you're not here when we turn this thing over, you, you're not here. But you need to make you need someone that has direction and knows how to evaluate personnel and knows who he wants to bring in, what he wants to run, and how he wants this to look. And he should be already in the building getting a hand on that. And and that's just my opinion of it. I don't see that here now. And everybody that's worried about the players that don't like Ron, uh, don't like EB, hey, you might be the first one out before he's gone. And I'm not advocating I'm not advocating that EB should have the job as as uh the head coach. All I'm saying is we need talent evaluators now. They need to be seeing things. They need to have a plan, be able to put a plan together and cut all this crap out. And all of these people that are in the building that that hear this and hear that, and then they don't want to say this, and then six months later they'll say, well, we, we heard this and we knew it. Man, I don't want to hear that mess either. All I want is if Josh Harris is the player, we can't get rid of owners, so he's going to be here but we can definitely get good people in here that know the job. And that's my, that's my opinion. And I, I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Roger. Appreciate the phone call. I agree with that, except for the fact I don't necessarily need the GM in there right now. Just hire him at the end of the year after the season's done and then let them do whatever they want to do. If they want to move on from basically everyone. Let them do it. Right. Just let a new GM come in, do his job And Chris and I were talking in a break a little bit earlier. Look, maybe this is all an overreaction, just kind of put these pieces together, right? I'm kind of reading in between the lines on Rossini's report. If I had to give advice on this to Josh Harris, which, why would he listen to my advice, a 25-year-old dude on the radio wearing a Chris Cooley jersey right now? Like, he's probably not listening to my advice. But if I had to give it to him, just move on from everyone, right? I don't need to have leftovers from the previous regime. I just don't want any undermining going on, not saying that he would do that. Maybe Marty Herney's just looking at this as I'm advising him on who to talk to. I can give him phone numbers. I can give him an idea what's going on in the building, and I can you know, get out of the way when it's done. I think he's 67 years old. Maybe he wants to just be done in football together, and maybe you know, if someone wants to call him and ask a question, they can do that. But otherwise, maybe he's just going to be done with football. That's fine, and maybe that's what's going to happen. But I just want to make sure that's what happens where 
everybody gets moved on from, and it's a new, fresh start. And if it's a new, fresh start, I think you got to give Josh Harris a chance to let everything kind of play out, right? Don't make a hasty judgment that you don't like the owner yet. Like he just said, the owner's going to stick around, okay? And it's thankfully, it's not like Dan Snyder where you already want him out of town, right? Josh Harris, hire a new GM, get out of the way, let him hire the head coach, let him figure out the roster and everything, and I think we're going to be on the right track there. That's what I want to see. That's I like what... I like the one caller earlier that said you don't want anyone there that is going to say this is the way we've always done it. 100%. I like that a lot. One hundred percent. Let's take a break. When we come back, I do want to get into RG3's podcast. Sam Howell was on there to talk about, you know, the various things going on with the season, his first year as a starter. Also talked about the EB stuff, so we can get into that a little bit as well. We'll do that coming up at 11 o'clock. Let's hit a break here on a Burgundy and Gold game day here on the 106.7 The Fan, the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.